Hey everyone, welcome back to Quick Take. Uh, we've got a little news today that I want to go over, and it relates to the uh, MacBook Pro keyboard issue that we've talked about a bit on the show, and that has been um, just one of those things that has continued to kind of bubble up um, in the uh, Apple community online. Um, if you're following Apple closely, it's hard to miss it, but if you're not following Apple, you might not even be aware of this issue. But basically, what's been going on is that um, you know when the Retina MacBook Pro was debuted, actually going back before that, when the single USB-C port uh, MacBook, uh, the small uh, consumer laptop, uh, debuted, it introduced a new uh, keyboard design that allowed the um, MacBook Pro to be thinner, or the MacBook first and then the MacBook Pro when it came to that to be thinner, uh, due to the way that the uh, the switches were constructed, they, they were much smaller, much lower travel. Um, they feel different too, especially compared to the uh, the previous generations of Apple keyboards. And some people didn't like them just because of the way they felt. And, um, and, and I get that. That's valid because, you know, the way a keyboard feels can be a very personal and particular thing. You know, some people um, don't care all that much how the keyboard travel feels and how the sounds of it feel. Uh, but then some people are very particular about it, and that's that's totally fair. Um, and then when the MacBook Pro with Touch Bar debuted uh, in the fall of 2016, uh, it also adopted uh, a version of that new keyboard design. And it's been um, updated, I believe, one time since then. But um, since those MacBook Pros debuted, there has been um, some concern out there that the keyboards have struggled with some reliability issues. And uh, as I've said before, I think there is something to this. I just don't think it's a sky is falling major deal. But some important news this week, because up until this point, Apple really hadn't addressed it at all, the, the, the concerns that people had out there. Um, but uh, as of the other day, I believe June 22nd was when this, this news came out, uh, Apple has announced a keyboard service program for the MacBook and the MacBook Pro. And I'm just going to read through the document on apple.com here. It says, Apple has determined that a small percentage of the keyboards in certain MacBook and MacBook Pro models may exhibit one or more of the following behaviors. Letters or characters repeat unexpectedly. Letters or characters do not appear. Keys feel sticky or do not respond in a consistent manner. Apple or Apple authorized service provider will service eligible MacBook and MacBook Pro keyboards free of charge. The type of service will be determined after the keyboard is examined and may involve the replacement of one or more keys or the whole keyboard. Eligible models. To identify your computer's model and to see if it is eligible for this program, choose the Apple menu about this Mac. Eligible models are listed below. And basically it lists out um, all of the MacBook and MacBook Pro models um, that have come out in the last uh, couple of generations here, starting with the 12-inch uh, early 2015 MacBook on the MacBook side, going up through the most recent MacBook, and the uh, late 2016 uh, MacBook Pros. Um, let's see, it continues. Note, no other Mac notebook models are part of this program. And then it says, service process. Please choose one of the options below for service. Your MacBook or MacBook Pro will be examined prior to any service to verify that it is eligible for this program. The type of service will be determined after the keyboard is examined and may involve the replacement of one or more keys or the whole keyboard. The service turnaround time may vary depending on the type of service and availability of replacement parts. And the options it lists here are find an Apple authorized service provider, make an appointment at an Apple retail store, mail in your device to the Apple Repair Center. To prepare your unit for service, please back up your data. 
Note, if your MacBook or MacBook Pro has any damage which impairs the service, the issue will need to be repaired first. In some cases, there may be a cost associated with the repair. Additional information, this worldwide Apple program does not extend the service warranty coverage of your MacBook or MacBook Pro. If you believe your MacBook or MacBook Pro was affected by this issue and you paid to have your keyboard repaired, you can contact Apple about a refund. The program covers eligible MacBook and MacBook Pro models for four years after the first retail sale of the unit. And uh, that's a pretty standard time window from what I've experienced with um, these sort of repair extension programs. So basically what happens is typically when you buy uh, an Apple computer, it comes with a standard one-year warranty. And if there's any kind of manufacturer defect discovered within that one-year period, Apple will uh, repair um, the issue for free. You can also optionally purchase Apple Care, which depending on the product extends the warranty for two to three years. Um, in most cases, I, I'm not a big fan of doing that. Um, I think instead maybe the better option is to set aside uh, some money for a possible repair down the road if that happens. Uh, because in my experience, you're just you're just statistically unlikely to, to have an issue come up where you need Apple Care. But that is an option. But with these repair extension programs, and this is not the first one, um, this has happened uh, several times over the years for various products where Apple has discovered that there is a higher number of these manufacturer defects affecting some part or component of a certain range of models, they will offer a repair extension program so that even if your computer is outside of its one-year warranty or the Apple Care period, uh, if it's in this window of time, and, and I think it's pretty common that it's four years after the first retail sale of the unit, um, Apple will repair, will make repairs specifically related to that issue uh, free of charge. And there's been a few over the years. Another one that, that comes to mind uh, pertains to some of the previous generation, that is the pre-touch bar MacBook Pros. Um, the one that all the Apple Eeyores think is great, when they, even though they don't like the new one. But that one, um, there were um, there were a, a higher than expected number of display issues related to the anti-glare coating kind of flaking off. And Apple has a similar four-year window repair extension program uh, for that one as well. Um, so so just to, I mentioned all that just to kind of give some context to what you can expect from this. Um, so if you are someone who has experienced the keyboard issue, um, if you paid for a repair, there's a link on this document. This is, again, from Apple's website um, that you can click on that will give you some steps to get a refund. But probably most people haven't paid for a repair. But if you've been kind of living with this issue and it falls under the, the categories they listed. So, again, those were letters or characters repeat unexpectedly. Letters or characters do not appear or keys feel sticky or do not respond in a consistent manner. Um, get some, get, get that repaired. Uh, Apple's going to take care of that for you. Um, if you happen to live near an Apple store, that would be the best way to get it taken care of. Um, two things about that. If you've never been to the Genius Bar at the Apple store, first, and the document says this, make sure you back up all your data first. Um, something like this, there you really shouldn't have the expectation that an Apple repair is going to wind up wiping your hard drive. But I have seen um, the Apple Repair Center, you know, I've seen computers come back from that with wipe drives where I didn't expect that to happen. So always make sure that you've got a backup of your data before taking it to the Genius Bar, just in case, even if it's unlikely to be the kind of repair that would um, erase any of your data. Also, don't just walk into the Apple Store. You, you definitely want to go online and make an appointment um, just because um, you, um, you don't want to show up there and there be a two-hour wait or longer, which can easily happen because... Um, a, there's lots of people shopping at Apple stores all the time, but also it's a free uh, repair service, which means that 
you know, lots of people walk in wanting service for their devices and um, that sometimes creates a bottleneck. So if you go to apple.com slash retail, you can find um, a listing of all the retail stores and you can make an appointment right there on the website. It's a bit of a convoluted process. It used to be a much easier process to book a Genius Bar appointment through the website. I hope that that's something that Apple puts some attention to in the near future, but definitely recommend making that appointment ahead of time. Um, if you don't live near an Apple store, and um, a lot of people don't because there's only around 500 of them worldwide. So there's a good chance if you're listening to this, you, you, you may not live near an Apple store. Um, if you uh, go to apple.com slash retail, um, I know if you're on a store page, um, you can find other local repair centers. Um, but they, so even if there's not an Apple store in your local area, there's a good chance there's an Apple authorized repair center who can do this kind of warranty work. Um, so definitely, definitely check that out. Um, so I think the big question is, you know, a, does this change your mind, John Sherrod, host of quick take about the, um, uh, significance or the severity of this issue? And my answer is no, it doesn't. Uh, so I, again, if you've listened to previous episodes, I've been on record as saying, yes, this is clearly an issue because there's enough anecdotal evidence that suggests that there is a higher number of faulty keyboards with the most recent generations of MacBook and MacBook Pros than uh, should be reasonably expected. But at the same time, I think there's also been an overreaction to the issue, a sky is falling reaction from some of the noisy Apple Eeyores out there in the Apple enthusiast community who have been blowing this issue way out of proportion. So it's not a one or the other. It's not there's no problem or there's a big problem. It's you know, there's a problem that's affecting, Apple says a small number. Now, we don't know what the actual number is. You can only go by anecdotal evidence. I saw someone on Twitter today say that like everyone they know that has one of these models has experienced this issue. My experience is completely different. In my experience, uh, I have encountered issues like this with the MacBook Pro keyboard or heard from people that have it but it's been a very small number compared to the amount of MacBook Pros that, uh, that I deal with on a regular basis. So again, like I said, I think in the last episode, it feels you know no more severe than any of the previous repair extension programs that Apple has had out for um, the display coding issue I mentioned, or um, like with the early Retina MacBook Pros having some screen in its, uh, image retention issues, kind of similar to that. Um, now, I think we would all prefer to see Apple not have any quality assurance issues like this whatsoever. Um, but putting in the context of Apple's recent history, I don't see this issue as being any more severe than any of the others. I think what's happening is that a lot of people who are overall um, pessimistic about Apple's commitment to the Mac um, are using this to kind of vent some of their frustration about it. They're saying, oh, here's a here's an issue, and they're kind of blowing out of proportions and over-dramatizing it, and I think that's uh, unhelpful. But uh, I'm extremely happy to see Apple respond to this in this way. Um, so again, if you have a, an issue with your keyboard along these lines, uh, definitely get it taken care of by Apple. Um, even though you've got a four-year window from the date of purchase, go ahead and get it done. So it's not one of those things that you put off until eventually it does become too late. And definitely you don't want to have to live with it if you are experiencing uh, issues related to your keyboard. Um, now, of course, obviously another open question is, how is Apple going to improve this in the future? Is it possible they've already improved it? Um, that they've already fixed the issue in production or, or whatever? Or are they going to have to ultimately long-term come out with a new design to resolve the issue? Those two things remain to be seen. Uh, there's really no one outside of Apple that probably has a good way to answer that question. 
Um, should this cause you to, to put off buying a MacBook Pro? I say no. I really think that this is a small number of cases. And again, there might be a number that seems large to us if we knew the actual number of computers, but relative to the number that Apple sells, I think it's probably truly a small number. Um, however, I think you probably might want to consider waiting to purchase a new MacBook Pro or MacBook just because it seems likely that Apple's going to have an updated release of this product or the, these products, this range of products in the near future because they're due for at least a speed bump update. So that's the reason why I would maybe hold off on purchasing if you can. But if you absolutely need a new MacBook Pro today because you just you, 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 what you have is, is, um, is getting too old to be useful or maybe you've had a major uh, failure and you know, you're faced with the choice of buying a new one, if that's where you're at, I don't think you should have any anything anything holding you back from purchasing. I don't think this should hold you back from purchasing, at least. Well, that's it. I just wanted to uh, update you all, since this is an issue that we've mentioned on the show uh, here in the last few weeks and months, really. Um, that's all for today, and I will see you next time on Quick Take. <laughs>